Good morning, and welcome to episode 42 of the Sounds of Stonebridge podcast. Today is actually the very last um, podcast that we will be doing um, with the Sounds of Stonebridge. We had a good run, but now it's time to uh, shut it down. Um, today is May the 5th, um, 2020, and... Uh, Today's big day, of course, is uh, National Donut Day, and of course, I've already been up to Dunkin' Donuts uh, today and uh, gotten my uh, free donut, so I'd highly recommend. And uh, I do not know what my where, where and when my obsession with donuts started, but I do seem to be uh, a bit of a donut guy. Today is, of course, Financial Friday, and on Financial Fridays, we are joined by Ken Nemery, our uh, resident guru and uh, with over 30 years of experience on Wall Street. Ken, good morning. Good morning, Neil. And, and I appreciate you being on this uh, very last episode. And I also appreciate you, of course, being a part of the Sounds of Stonebridge. But kind of let's get into the financial chat for a bit. Um, you know, this morning, so many things popped up. Uh, number one, unemployment um, was actually, actually declined and was, was much better than was anticipated by almost, I think, what, 50%. Um, you know, th there's just so much going on right now with the economy and trying to figure out what's going on and investment wise. Ken, I'm going to turn it over to you and, uh, let you kind of, uh, take the controls for a little bit. Sure, Neil. Well, um, good morning, everybody. And Neil, a uh, little bit of a shout out to you. Session 42 on the sounds of, uh, uh Stonebridge here. Um, quite, quite a feat. And, uh, I think you've done a great service to the community, keeping people in, uh, in touch during these times. And as you've said, all good things come to an end. And uh, a little bit bittersweet to be with you on the last episode here of The Sounds of Stonebridge. So Thanks, Ken. Um, great job, Neil. Uh, okay, enough of uh, our <laughs> commercial here. So let's, uh, let's go back into uh, talking about what's going on. Well, first of all, uh, being a little flippant, but um, as Neil said, Today is National Donut Day, so for those listeners, guaranteed to make money, and this is the only guarantee you're going to get in the financial world, but if you do go to Dunkin' Donuts or one of the other participating donut shops, you are going to be getting a free donut. So uh, there is a free donut on Wall Street, not a free lunch necessarily, but a free donut today. Anyway, um, so with this morning news, um, a couple of big headlines looking to influence the market in a very... Uh, positive direction this morning. And as Neil pointed out, unemployment reports came in much lower than expected. And last I looked on the futures market, it looks like the Dow is set for an opening of plus 650 points on the Dow. Um, so a nice percentage gain or percentage move. And we talked about in the past being mindful of uh, looking at points versus percentage moves. So We'll see how the day rolls uh, out or closes out before the weekend, but it looks like a good start to, um, to the weekend here. Um, now, in terms of what's going on in the market, a couple of things of, of note. Obviously, we've talked in the past about how this rebound has followed some of the progress on the viral front with respect to uh, more testing becoming available, more equipment being provided to first responders and the like, and then the... Um, early um, uh, indications of some positive work on um, the vaccine front, which is still seems to be a long way off. 
The second part of this move has really been driven by more economic and fundamental factors. And look, we've come from a period back in the end of February into March where essentially things just closed up. And I can remember that, you know, us talking one day, Neil, and this is really before things had started. And the comment to you was, could you imagine if the world just stopped for 60 days? And in fact, that's almost what happened. You know, we had a complete shutdown of the economy for the most part, as everybody was required to stay at home. And we had basically fear and panic that was pervasive throughout the um, you know, throughout the community, and that was reflected in the market. So the one thing for certain that the market does not like is it does not like uncertainty. And that's what, in fact, what we saw coming into February, especially, especially March, when we hit the, uh, the lows in the market for this year. Um, now, on the back of that, we've had somewhat of reopening. Um, now, there's been some controversy. Obviously, we haven't seen the so-called effects of the second round of potential uh, infections or reinfections coming into play. Yes. But as we know, the pendulum swings too far one way and too far the other way. And now the pendulum is on the upswing and people become anxious to get back to work, back into the uh, public arena. It'll take some time to mend some of the emotional scars that have been left by this. But clearly the market is following more of a logical pattern on the back of positive news on the viral front. And then more recently, what we've seen in terms of starting to reopen uh, or rebound the economy. So um, this has been one of the most unloved rebounds or bull markets, if you want to call it that, in a long, long time, which has also been healthy because there's a fair amount of skepticism out there and an awful lot of cash that is still sitting on the sidelines. And anytime you have division in terms of opinions there, it tends to be good. And the old adage of climbing a wall of worry, it seems to be what in fact were happening uh, right now. And not so much climbing at times, jumping a couple of rungs on the ladder at one time. So um, what I see here is encouraging and not to say that it's going to be a straight line up, but I'm much more positive going forward over the long haul. And I'm going to quote uh, a reference or a piece in just a moment. So, you know, just a couple of long winded thoughts right there. You know, yesterday uh, I was reading some things about China. Uh, you know, one of the companies that I work for um, called Prosper um, Insight and, a and Analytics, we provide, you know, retail data to the financial industry and we measure both the United States and China. And yesterday, you know, a number of Chinese retailers reported, you know, much better than anticipated sales. And um, in some cases, they actually reported that while they're, you know, they're still clearly, you know, uh, May to June, I'm sorry, uh, April to May are down, but better than they anticipated. But for one retailer in particular, Adidas, you know, they actually said that they were ahead um, of where, you know, they were actually in April and that they were actually almost ahead of where they are going to be year over year. So, you know, they, they are seeing what I would call an accelerated recovery. Do you look at China uh, at all, Ken, as a little bit of a uh, predictor for what might happen here in the U.S.? Because they were about 60 days ahead of us on the uh, coronavirus situation. Sure. Well, we're, we're clearly in a global economy here and uh, things are integrated, whether it be manufacturing, uh, consumer, uh, financial, so um, between the size of the marketplace in terms of uh, Asia, India, 
the European theater. Um, you know, these are very, these are big markets in terms of consumer and the like. Now, obviously, the progression in terms of the biofront started in Asia first, in China first, and then spread throughout the world. So again, it would seem to be more of a natural recovery that they would be the first ones to start to get a little bit over the hump earlier on. So yes, um, these are sign points that we look at along the way, but as people are very familiar, um, some of the reporting um, is not as accurate as they may be in other parts of the world. Um, so it's a gauge, but um, again, something to be used, as you know, data needs to be used prudently yes. and, and, and uh, you know, adjusted accordingly. So yes, um, it's been ironic that um, some of the farm markets have actually bounced back a little bit more than a lot of the pundits had expected based upon some of the things that you just talked about. You know, you talk about one thing about how the markets like predictability, and right now there's a lot of unpredictability, but it, the market seems to be really, and, and not just the market, but even, um, you know, the economy in general seems to be kind of weathering okay during an unpredictable period. Ken, do you think that a second um, economic stimulus package, which is right now being discussed, not sure, you know, where it's at, the uh, White House would like to see about a trillion dollars, um, and that's a combination of tax cuts, plus uh, stimulus directly, um, as well as also reducing some of the, uh, I guess, the regulations that a number of companies, you know, have to deal with. You know, where are you kind of, you know, on this next stimulus package? Do you think it's going to be a good thing, or do you think we should kind of hold on and kind of ride the trend right now? Well, um, it, it, it's a complicated question. Um, look, as we've said repeatedly on past um, broadcasts, if you want to call it that, um, <laughs> this is going to be a very lumpy recovery. There are going to be certain sectors of the economy that are going to take much longer uh, to recover than others. Um, obviously, some of the uh, more consumer stable type of areas or somewhat discretionary in terms of restaurant, uh, gambling, lodging, leisure, that type of stuff. Um, there's been a tremendous number of people that have been displaced by what's been going on. It's going to take a while for them to come back. So yes, to the extent that we can get some people um, a little bit more assistance during these times until they're able to come back into the workforce, or in some cases, many of these people are going to have to be retrained or reskilled to find other employment. And that may in fact mean a relocation as well. Um, However, uh, not taking always one side. There's always the a however. <laughs> well, look, the, the, the tough part is, is that we have a very um, divided uh, government. And uh, as people are very familiar, the uh, uh, Senate is controlled by the Republicans and the House is controlled by the Democrats right now. And uh, to say that they don't see eye to eye is an understatement. Um, but... Um, it seems like the House is in favor of trying to do more of a stimulus package and the Senate is not. And I would suspect that with more of the recent economic data in terms of economic um, uh, rebound, if you will, it's going to be a little bit longer um, for that package to be uh, put forward. So um, I think ideally it would be nice, but I think in a practical sense, I think it's going to be a little bit further off in coming than than people may, may wish. 
Kenny, I want to, um, I'm going to kind of wrap up a little bit. Uh, one of our original uh, guest hosts, of course, Jeff Hall, our director of golf, um, has just uh, popped in um, to the, uh, to the podcast. So, hey, Jeff, good to see you this morning. Good morning. That was interesting. Ken, thank you. Hey, Jeff. Good to How see you. How you doing today? Good. I hope to see you on the golf course if the no, weather No finishes. more. No more rain. I'm done. I'm done with the rain. I made a call this morning. We're all set. I saw people driving on the course this morning. I was uh, pleasantly pleased or surprised. Uh, yeah, that... only, uh, only 10 and 14 cart path only. Besides that, we're 90 degrees. Wow. Awesome. That's awesome. Look, I have a big crowd. I have like 18 guys tomorrow playing. So uh, I really want to get out there and uh, hit the ball around. Hey, Jeff, I wanted to, uh, you know, take a minute and, and thank you personally for, you know, you know, going kind of on this journey with me. When I first kind of brought the idea up and, and we talked about this, uh, you know, you jumped in with both feet like you do for a lot of the things with enthusiasm, professionalism, uh, passion, and really the things that you brought to the podcast are the things that you bring to, you know, the golf department in Stonebridge every day. And I just wanted to... Uh, you know, I just wanted to say thank you for uh, doing this with me and uh, being a part of this. You know, it's it's been a lot of fun. Thank you for coming up with the idea and uh, giving me 20 minutes a day while I was sitting at home um, as well as at work and uh, being able to have some fun. It's been, and that's how I can describe it. It's been a lot of fun. We've been able to update our members just a little bit. Um, we had a lot of listeners when there was nothing going on. Obviously, it dwindled a little bit because now there's golf. And um, so it's, it's been a pleasure. I really, really thank you for letting me be part of a wonderful experience. Well, Jeff, it, the pleasure was all mine. And, uh, you, know, we, uh, you know, we really kind of worked hard to make sure that we kind of both, you know, inform the members about what's going on as well as entertained you know, you were very entertaining. I remember the morning when you were wearing your Eagles helmet. I guess that was the morning of the NFL draft. <laughs> that was draft day, baby. It was. <laughs> and, I'm a little uh, passionate about the Eagles, just a little. Yeah, we're aware. Um, so you must be, uh, you must be kind of doing a slow workup to uh, getting excited about sports restarting in whatever form it might take. It's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty cool to watch uh, the NBA in Disney World. When does? Uh, uh, when does golf start? I know next week or the next week, week after next week in Texas, right? Next week in Texas, Texas Valero. Yep. Great. Well, you know, as hey, you said, this a, a, okay, Jeff, I'm sorry, I got a question for you. Sure. Throw one out. Just, um, uh, obviously the sports is starting to come around. Uh, it seems like it's going to be a, a spectator, uh, uh, restricted, I guess, in terms of live, uh, thing. How do you think that, you know, obviously football, it's, it's very different having a stadium packed with uh, people, but how, how do you think the impact is going to be on golf relative to some of the other sports like football or even baseball? Yeah, I, I think we're lucky. You know, we won't have a Ryder Cup. That's for sure. They're not going to do the Ryder Cup um, because that is all about the fans, you know, so the players won't even play. They already said that. Um, but golf in general, I, I don't think it will have that big of an impact. I think the TV ratings will be at an all-time high because no one can go watch. So I th think they'll make their money on that end. But, um, you know, as my, when I think about that, I think about the employees 
the people selling the peanuts and the hot dogs and the concessions and all that. That's what I think about. And that's what, that, what, that's what hurts my heart. Um, when I think about sports opening back up, it's great. We get to watch it on TV, but what about the people that actually feed their families that work in the stadiums, you know? So that's going to be the difficult part. Um, I, cause it's not going to happen right away. There's there have no been a lot of unintended consequences as a result of the situation. I mean, even here at Stonebridge, um, you know, I, you know, I spoke to a couple of people and like the guys that park our cars, the valet parkers, um, you know, they are independent contractors and, you know, clearly if they don't work, they don't get paid. So, you know, there were, and I agree with you, Jeff, I think there are a lot of unintended consequences. Now on the other side, Jeff, I have to tell you, I've been speaking with a number of companies um, that do a, a number of different things virtually. In other words, they, they have these, uh, you know, stats and they're able to provide a real interactive environment. This is going to give a lot of those companies an opportunity, um, a, you know, basically a, a real life experiment on how they're going to be able to use some of this technology while the event's going on. So, you know, and when you're playing, when you're watching golf, you're going to see, stat, you know, like a whole stats thing come up, you know, how many times, you know, what's the percentage this guy's going to be able to, you know, hit this shot. Um, you know, what has he done in the There's going to be a whole n way cool. that fans are going to be able to interact that they've never been able to interact before. I'm telling you, put the microphone on the caddy. Put the cat, mic him <laughs> I liked up. it. Mic them up, man. They're not swinging. Mic them up. Let's hear it all. I'm as, telling as, you. as long as they, uh, they probably were about the, the language. Watch yeah, the F-bombs. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know one thing that would come out of it? You know, golf is a funny sport because it's got a lot of the most unique sayings sure. um, than any sport that, I, that, I, you know, that I've been involved with. And sure. I love hearing some of those unique sayings. Mm. So, you know, mm -hmm. you know, as you know, there's been a lot of people that have been involved in this. Um, you know, the people, I'd like to thank a few people and a few of our guests um, over the 42 episodes, of course, you know, Jeff Hall, who we've been talking with, uh, Donnie Gould, I know you're probably out there on the golf course somewhere or out there on Stonebridge Boulevard. I can't thank you book. enough. What, yeah. He's writing his book. So, Donnie, I want to, can't thank you enough for being a part of this. Um, you have always uh, provided me with a good laugh and, uh, you know, reminded me not to take things too seriously. Of course, Gene Frankel. Um, who's been a wonderful co-host and uh, has done a great job. And Kenny, Financial Fridays, again, can't thank you enough. It's hard to believe that our first show was on April the 1st, and today is uh, wow. June the 5th. And I'd like to just go down the list real quickly of those that were a guest and thank them. Of course, Lenny Hornstein, um, Dr. Mary Lou Schimmel provided some great um, kind of feedback on the mental aspects of the of the. Um, coronavirus situation. Herb Lehman um, really talked about what life is like on the front lines. Elliot Freiberg, Lynn Barron, um, Larry Boris, one of our newer members. Lori Shear talked a little bit about the real estate implications. Mark Silverman, we talked some technology. Um, I brought my daughter, Melissa Schwartz, um, who talked a little bit about what life is like up in New York. Merle Topchik, um, Jeff, you and I, you know, were both uh, very adamant about having Merle on. Um, she did a wonderful job of raising money for, you know, people on the front lines of this pandemic. And, you know, Merle, um, kudos to you um, and kudos for, you know, thinking of others during this uh, difficult time. Um, we had Eric from Shanghai. Don't know Eric's last name. Probably can't pronounce it. <laughs> but he was really great. Thanks, Eric. Us, 
Thank you, Eric. I'm going to actually send this to you so you can listen. Jeff Newman was on. Um, we had Nancy Tinkerbell Aronson um, talked a little bit about the Technion and some of the advancements that are being done to help, uh, you know, minimize the uh, the effects of the coronavirus. Francine Fish, uh, Bryn Harlock, who uh, works with nurses and doctors to help them over the mental aspects. We had our new president of the board, Jim uh, Colucci, on, <clears throat> talked a little bit about it. Um, Fred Nykrug, Mike May, a friend of mine, we talked a little bit about golf travel and some of his favorite golf courses. Mark Rubin, Erwin Aronson talked a little bit about some of the legal implications. But there are a lot of people to thank. And the two other people I want to thank who nobody knows are <clears throat> my close friend, Mike Gugat and John Peters. Um, they are my co-hosts on the Sport Lifestyle Podcast, which is available on Apple. Um, we've been doing this for three years, but they have really been my inspiration um, as far as doing podcasts and being able to uh, use this form of media to express, you know, entertainment, information, and really get out there. So, um, everybody, I want to thank you for listening. If you've been a frequent listener, if you've listened once, I want to thank you, too. And uh, I want to say this is uh, the Sounds of Stonebridge podcast and Neil Schwartz signing off. For the last time, I'll see you around the neighborhood.